Welcome to the Mike Litton Experience Podcast. Mike has over 31 years experience in real estate, finance, and investing. He's passionate about being a father, a teacher, a realtor, an investor, and a leader. Everyone has a story, and our passion is to help them tell it. And now, introducing the host of the Mike Litton Experience, Mike Litton. So what can you expect from the Mike Litton Experience? You can expect stories that will inspire, motivate, advice that will sharpen your focus, and expert information on real estate, finance, and market conditions. Brian Will Sharma, thank you so much for being our guest on the Mike Litton Experience. I cannot thank you enough. I'm so looking forward to our time together. And like we talked about before we hit record, everybody has a story and our passion is to help them tell it. So with your permission, we're going to start with where you were born. We'll go all the way up to today. And then we'll talk about anything that you'd like to talk about that you're working on today and or tomorrow. I know we've got a new book that we want to talk about and an accountability workbook, which is genius. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Where were you born? Sure. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here, Mike. Um, I was born in a, a city, small city in India called Ujjain. Okay. Uh, used to um, uh, live with my three sisters, my brother, and, and my my parents. Uh, growing up was it was a small town, not too many things to do, not too many activities, mm -hmm. and uh, because of which my father put me into boarding school uh, okay. in my eighth standard, which was almost sixty miles away from my uh, hometown. Mm -hmm. And that is where uh, a lot of learning took place. Uh, but one episode that really changed my thought process was a discussion I had my, with my father when I was nine years old. Mm -hmm. uh, there was uh, we were playing some games outside in a in a park, and things did not things were not working out for me, and I was getting as we were talking about that frustrations. So I was getting mm -hmm. frustrated. Why it's not working out? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was not, I was very upset and I came home, my father asked me what happened. And then he made one statement, which is in my mind throughout. And that he said, where there is a will, there is a way. Mm -hmm. he, he quoted this, these words. And today, anything that happens in my life, that those words come in my mind, that everything is possible. Yes, everything is possible. It's just you have to have a positive outlook, positive mindset. Things will happen. Yeah. So that was the game changer for me personally. Uh, growing up, uh, I played all the sports except mm -hmm. field hockey. Right. Um, uh, field hockey, I never got it. Uh, but my school used to uh, be a champion in that game. Uh, so and in the boarding, boarding house where I was living, the hockey field was just behind it but still I could not learn I mean it was a little difficult but I played basketball I played squash cricket I was a part of uh, the school team for cricket uh, played basketball and uh, many sports dodgeball so so that really gave me the understanding of people you know mm -hmm. teamwork uh, living uh, alone in uh, the boarding school mm -hmm. taught me the independence yeah. Uh, our boarding school was having students from all across the country. Plus, there were some international students as well. Right. So that also gave me a different perspective of people coming from different parts of life, different different uh, 
uh, family structure, different countries. So it was an amazing experience that I had uh, in my uh, school. Mm -hmm. Then I moved up uh, to for my graduation. Was not knowing what I wanted to do. My dad uh, was retired as a senior uh, government official, where is an IAS Indian Administrative Service. So he got retired from there. Uh, he, he was still working, but he was not interfering in what we want to do. He wanted us to take our own decision. Mm -hmm. So I went to a place called Pune, which was known for education in India. Mm -hmm. uh, I did my uh, bachelor's there. Uh, and during my bachelor's, I started interest in, in reading, public speaking, uh, meeting with people. So when I was doing my MBA, I was having a thought of what specialization should I take? Mm -hmm. So there are three specializations, three to four specializations that were offered to us. Mm -hmm. Marketing was number one choice, but I did not want to go in marketing. The second choice was finance. I was good at numbers, but still not a finance person. Mm -hmm. So the, the other two choices that were left to me was human resources and uh, operations. Mm -hmm. so, the, so what I did is during two years of MBA, we are required, mandatory required to do a two months uh, practical training. So it's a project you do with an organization. Okay. I took advantage. I did three practical trainings, Mike, in the two year period. The mm -hmm. college only mandatory one, I did three. So the, the two, so why two winters? Uh, the, the reason why I did it because I wanted to make sure that the specialization that I will choose is right for me. Okay, so you were trying different things to see what was a fit. Correct, correct. Gotcha. Okay. So these three uh, trainings that I did, it was all in the HR field, mm -hmm. but into three different buckets. So one, I did it with a company called Tetra Pak. Uh, they used to make packaging, uh, and this was all white-collar employees. So there was mm -hmm. no blue-collar. All very highly educated people were doing it. So I, I worked there. My summer internship was with Pepsi, and the Pepsi was all sales office. Uh, I was uh, also riding in the Pepsi uh, truck, where which was delivery truck. So wow. I, I programmed for all the delivery um, uh, drivers. Mm -hmm. The program I did. So that was an amazing experience. Yeah. Since they liked my work, they gave me opportunity to work at their plant. So there was a Pepsi plant near Mumbai. Uh, and that plant was all trade unions, all worker unions. Mm -hmm. So these were the three different categories of within the HR mm -hmm. that I can go for my uh, you know job. Right. And finally, I decided to be in a HR field in a in a corporate sector, not in a union sector or not mm -hmm. in a any factory setup. I started my uh, career with an information technology company in Mumbai. Okay. Uh, was there for uh, three and a half years. Was getting bored, oh. uh, so I started off looking for a job mm -hmm. and gave a couple of interviews. Didn't like what they were offering. Mm -hmm. So I thought, what should I do? Thought came in to develop myself. So I started uh, preparing for uh, another master's, uh, which was in organization development. Mm -hmm. uh, there were not many schools who were offering organization development as a course in India. So I decided to come to U.S. Okay. That was back in 2002. Okay. I was having a full-time job and I had to uh, work for my GRE uh, studied, uh, took two weeks leave, gave the exam, 
got cleared, got admitted to a Bowling Green State University, came here, and then uh, uh, I had an amazing experience in, in, in Bowling Green. The university campus was, was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It was, what I learned is there are opportunities everywhere. Yeah. But not all opportunities will come on your platter. Right. You have to go and grab. Right. Sometimes we think that, okay, opportunities will come to us. They will knock our door. But that is not the reality. The reality right. is sometimes you need to knock the door of the opportunity yeah. and grab. Yeah. Sometimes you have so, to kick the door in. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. So uh, when I came in, I was not having any scholarship opportunity. Uh, so first semester, I took a, a education loan in India. Uh, father was uh, the guarantor, so we, we did a loan. And then uh, I started looking for uh, assistantship, scholarship. And finally, uh, I, I was able to get it. Uh, so only one semester I had to pay, rest all semester were paid up by the college. I was doing uh, my assistantship with the College of uh, the Career Services. Mm -hmm. So I was teaching the students how to write their resumes, how to prepare for interviews. And that was, again, an amazing experience. Yeah. But how people, how we can elevate the quality of a resume just by asking few basic questions. Right. Because not everyone is a resume writer. Right. And and if you see uh, today, the hiring managers, what they are looking for is the resume is the first thing. Yeah. Within 10 seconds, they decide whether they want to interview or not. Right. So if we do not play well, then we may not be able to get an opportunity right. to, to interview by that uh, company. Right. That was a good experience. I was able to help people getting uh, jobs or deciding into the right career choices. Uh, after completing my master's, uh, I was preparing for an HR certification because what I realized that in America, I have to have some edge with my peers. So yes, I had a work experience. I had double master's, but I wanted to go one other edge. So I went for an HR certification by HRCR. Wow. So I was preparing for their uh, uh, certification. I had my exam next week. And a call came in from a friend of mine saying that, hey, do you have your resume? I said, no, it's not ready yet. Mm -hmm. I said, why? Well, hey, I went for an interview in a company and that company is not for me, but I have told them that I have a friend who is the right fit for this job and that is you. You give Beautiful. me your resume. You are the person for this job. And I said, man, not doing. I'm, I'm busy with my certification. It's right. next week. So he said, just give me a few things on, on email. I will prepare and then submit the resume. Wow. Now, Mike, that organization, which I was not even thinking that, okay, should I join, not join? Uh, ultimately, I ended up working with them for 20 years. Just December, wow. I just move out uh, voluntarily to, to start my own business. Yeah. But I've worked for them 20 years. Amazing, amazing experience. And I was telling you about that opportunity. So I got opportunity to be there. But what I did there was something that I grabbed. So sometimes we need to really see the opportunity coming our way. Yeah. And then we need to just grab it. Yeah. This 20 years have been, an, uh, I became a great people leader. So my, all my 
uh, people leadership experience came in from there. Uh, I I had the uh, used to head the learning and development, so I did a lot of training there. And there were some life changing experiences I had because the people whom I was working with, mm-hmm. we we had such a great bond, and I could realize that sometimes when you are a manager, you are not just a manager in the office. You are a manager. 24 by 7 by 365. Because yeah. the moment you step out also, you are representing your organization. You are representing that individual. So uh, we need to be very, very mindful of how we have a conversation with people as a leader. Yeah. Because uh, what happens is the conversation that we have with them mm-hmm. becomes the talk of the dinner table. So if it is a good conversation, the family is happy. If it is mm-hmm. not so good conversation, then then the, we are responsible for ruining someone's evening. Well, I would I agree with that wholeheartedly, and I would I would actually add one thing: everything you say as a leader, everything you say as a leader, is is amplified. Right? It's it's larger. So when you talk as a leader to somebody that you're leading, they hang on those words. They hang on the meaning of those words, right? So exactly what you're talking about, if that leader does a good job leading, there's a positive conversation at the dinner table. If they don't do a good job at leading or they take their job not as seriously as they should, right? There's no telling what that conversation at the dinner table sounds like. And you're going to lose a lot of your talent. Absolutely. Right? You're going to run them off. Mm-hmm. So and, and th- that process of losing the talent, Mike, it, it sometimes is a slow process. You will not even get to know that the person is quitting. Yeah. But he in his in his or her mind, he has already given up. Yeah. That this is not a leader that I want to work with. I and totally I think agree there's with that. A lot of uh, literature around where uh People say that people don't leave organization, people leave their managers. Yeah. So it's very, very important. And the 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 tough part that I learned is most of the organization, and I would I will also party to including mine, though I was heading the LD, but few things we were not able to do what we wanted to do. Right. Is train our future leaders. Yeah. Today leaders are taking the leadership role without proper training, without guidance. Uh, without knowledge and then they are responsible for leading others they are basically playing with the careers of others yeah now no one has given that authority to play with anyone's career so yeah it's a disaster waiting to happen correct yeah correct correct so i always believe that organizations should start teaching about leadership not when they become manager before but before much before even you know there is no no, no hard feelings in teaching them leadership from their day one. Yeah. Because another thing I have learned is, so we have, I have trained a lot of leaders and what they learn when they become leader, mm-hmm. what they do is the things that they have learned from their previous leader. Yeah. Now, all is hunky-dory if the previous leader was amazing. Yeah. From a people perspective, from a leadership perspective, but if they were not, then the person has learned not so great techniques of yeah. leading. And that is what they will use when they become a leader. Yeah. And the 
it's fairly easy for us to learn something, but it's very difficult to unlearn. Yeah. So now those habits or those skills that they have learned, very difficult to unlearn. And and it's just as you readily mentioned earlier, disaster is going to happen. Yeah. So. No, I totally agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying, and I and I, I, I this is this is an amazing conversation. So, tell me about you've written three books. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So you have a book that's out. Tell us about your latest book. Sure. So the latest book is Habits for Miracles. Right. Find your life your way. Uh, the reason I wrote that book is because when I notice. So many people, amazing people we used to hire, mm -hmm. great skills, great potential. But within three to six months, either they used to quit on us or we used to quit on them. Yeah, We were not able to unleash the potential. So the, the book is uh, written, keeping in mind our freshmen, our sophomores, students who are preparing for corporate world or whatever they want to do, right, start early. Most yeah. of the students, they start preparing for a job in the senior year. Yeah, It's too late. Not that you cannot get a job. You can, but we need to start early. So in this book, I have used Miracles as an acronym. Mm -hmm. Eight habits that can help you design your life your way. Yeah. And there's, a, there's an accountability workbook that yeah. you include for free. And it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Talk about that for a second. I've downloaded it, by the way, and I've gone through it. Talk about that for a second, because it is absolutely one of the best things I've ever seen. Sure, sure. So this journey of personal development, you cannot do it alone. Yeah. You need family support, your spouse, your kids, and also a partner who can hold you accountable. Yeah. So if it is just me and I decide that, okay, I want to go to a gym, if I don't go, no one is asking me. Right. I can take it easy. But the moment we have someone talking to us or asking us, then we can make it happen. Right. The accountability workbook is more of self-reflection exercise, uh, Mike. Sometimes we don't ask those tough questions, difficult questions to our own self. So that workbook will allow us to think through that why are we doing what we are doing today? Well, because that's that's what I loved about it. Is it asks you it asks you questions that make you focus inward, right? And figure out how you're motivated. Figure out what works for you. Figure out how you win, right? Yeah. And then there's an accountability schedule at the end. I right. love that. Yeah. I love that because it's one thing to talk about this, and it's it's one thing to to put it on on paper what it is that you're what it is that's important to you, right? But the action plan is where most people miss out. That's at the end of the workbook. Yes. That's what I love the most about this is you're not only figuring out what's important or they're figuring out what's important to them, but they also have a literal plan of action, a planner at the end that helps them put it into action. That Correct. is just brilliant. Absolutely Thank brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. And one of the key thing is when we... When we are thinking, like, for example, this episode or this series that you have been doing right. about story, everyone has a story. And the way people have progress because of their experience, because of the people they have dealt with, it had made an impression on their life. Yeah. Similarly, it is so important for us to know 
that why are we behaving the way we are behaving today? Right. Right. What are our values? Yeah. The best person you can get to know is yourself, right? Yes. Correct. Correct. That is so important. Yeah, that's the amazing uh, workbook. It's, it's, and the reason I have mentioned it for free, because I realized that this exercise is not done in our colleges, unfortunately. Yeah. Our colleges, our organization, we do not do that kind of teaching. So it's, so it's self self uh, reflection. Yeah. Reflection exercise is so important. Yeah. And it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I highly recommend it. Yep. So talk about talk about the other two books. Why did you write those? So uh, my second book is Be Action Oriented. Uh, right. In that book, I mentioned about the five key things that you we need to know to take consistent action. Mm -hmm. uh, so and those book that book really talks about knowing yourself, mm -hmm. know your mindset, uh, check out the people in your inner circle. Uh, know, know about your uh, uh, your challenges, celebrate wins, because sometimes what we do is we only celebrate the end victory. Right. We don't celebrate the journey. Right. The smaller victories we need to be along the way, we need to be celebrating. You're also very, very wise in terms of pick, pick the people that are around you carefully, right? Pick yeah. your friends carefully because okay. you're you're literally, they say that your net worth is the average of the five people that you spend time with. So be selective about who you spend time with. And this action-oriented thing is a running theme with you. You're not just about teaching them, you're about getting them to act too. And right. that, and what's so brilliant about that workbook from your third book is the 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 is the accountability part where you literally are are going through your schedule and you're literally recording in your schedule when you took action it's just right. amazing talk about your first book yes yeah, so my first book was uh, basically in uh, in uh, it was not my own it was written by someone else where they wanted a collaboration right so that was the start of this latest book mike yeah. in that book i wrote the chapter about habits for miracles yeah. And that chapter got converted into an article, then got converted into a book. So it, I took intermittent progress, uh, one level to the next level. So that was Perfect. the first book. Uh, it was collaborated by 11 authors. Yeah, that, is, start awesome. Habit. that yeah. is just awesome. So make sure you email me a link to your, to your, to your author page. Sure. And we'll put that in the description so people can reach out and, and grab your books because you've got three of them, right? Yeah. And then the workbook, the, the workbook, send me the link to that too, if you would, yes. so that people can download that. Uh, because I can tell you that downloading that workbook is going to make them want to read that book. Sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, more more than the reading the book, it's about knowing themselves, yeah. which will allow them to take positive action. Yeah. And, and one thing on the action, and I was also culprit, I used to only take action when it is perfect. Yeah. Very late in my life, I realized that there is nothing called perfection. Right. Always a shade of gray hair. So now I have realized this, that there is nothing called perfection. So what I recommend is take imperfect action. Right. Be consistent. Yeah, just that go, right? Just go, kick the door in. Ask for forgiveness, right? Don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. Just go. Right. right. I just finished listening to um, Shoe Dog, the Phil Knight, the Phil Knight book, right? 
and their their famous their famous uh, slogan is just do it right that's what people need to do and that's what you're all about all three of those books are about action yeah right and the last one is about how to apply that action in other words how to record it and that is just amazing absolutely amazing you can tell i can tell and the and the readers our listeners will be able to tell once they read that book just how Abs how much effort you put into this because you can see it you can absolutely see it yes yes yeah uh, and if we are able to make someone progress someone make their dream come true yeah. that is what uh, the life is well worth well i guarantee you you're making life dreams come true i guarantee you are you're improving lives everywhere you go and you're and you're making dreams come true through it i guarantee you thank you thank you mike i'm so as a next chapter, uh, what I'm currently focusing on is uh, creating a program for first-time leaders, first-time managers. I love it. Starting March, I will be releasing a four-week program. Twice a week, I will be meeting with students and uh, how they can establish their credibility as a leader, how they can build trust in their teams, how they can know about themselves, that why they're leading the way they are leading. So that is one workshop. The second workshop, I'm focusing more on the students. Yeah. To, to know it's a self-discovery workshop. Yeah. Which will allow them to design their career choices or this uh, the specialization or the major that they want to select. So those are the two workshops that are in pipeline. And more action, more action oriented. Yes. I guarantee it. Yes. Yes. You're like Action Jackson. I love it. <laughs> the new nickname i'm getting action jackson thank you mike i love it man <laughs> i love it so the so the so the seminars that you're going to be doing uh or workshops right that you're going to be doing send me a link to that too and we'll put it in the description okay so okay. people can reach out to you and get and get a hold of you okay absolutely absolutely all right i am so proud of you and i'm so proud that i was able to get a chance to meet you and spend time with you um, I'd love to have you back one of these days. Let's let's get the workshops going and let's get you back and we'll talk about how they're going. And and I'm sure there's another book coming, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. Probably so when the next... I'm giving a break, I'm focusing more on the action from the book that I've written. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. So on when the next book's ready, yep. when, you, when you're ready to go, we'll come, sure. come back on and talk about it. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Raul, thank you so much for being our guest on the Mike Litton Experience. I have truly cherished our time together. Thank you, Mike, for having me on the show. It was great to meet you, buddy. Thank you. You take care. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Mike Litton Experience. If you did, do us a favor. Smash that subscribe button. Tell your friends, family, and coworkers about our program. And wherever you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating. It helps us to connect with quality people just like you. And that's a wrap. Another episode of the Mike Litton Experience in the books. Reach out to Mike on Instagram at Litton Realty. Want to meet with Mike? Check out calendly.com slash Rio 760.